I know, right? I sit in my living room like this and have my quiet time. My girls are just like, Mom. (laughs) And Brian said that too. He's like, Honey, (laughs) we have money for you to go to the eye doctor. I'm like, Right. Um, Oh, Jesus. Good morning. Happy Mother's Day. You guys are beautiful. So, don't send me a text while I'm speaking, Candace. <laughs> this is a timer, Wendy. Thank you. All my prayer people. This is my timer. Hold on. It was set for 14 minutes. Any more than that? <laughs> that was my by choice. Okay. A sip of water. Hi, Allie. Oh, my goodness. Praise the Lord. I'm just breathing. I'm just waiting for my heart rate to go down a little bit. (laughs) Okay. Mothering. That is not what we're talking about today. (laughs) No, we are a little bit. Can you put slide one up? I thought it was so great that Kara, um, Kara brought up Michelle Bonville and just talked about her mothering heart. Do I have a slide one? Well, let me share with you my heart about just mothers in the spirit, mothers that nurture, women that nurture. Um, you know, in... Genesis 3.20, let me read a scripture to you that's awesome. And it says, now the man called his wife Eve. And that's my title, Peace in the Midst of It. So that's the title for today that the Lord gave me, um, that Rebecca Hale helped me craft a little bit. And the the slide after that is a scripture. I'm going to do it again. Now the man called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. And why I love that scripture, scripture is because God put a mothering heart in all women. And when God spoke this over Eve, when he said her name's Eve because she's the mother of all living, she was not a mother yet. She had no children yet, but she was declared the mother of all living. And so I just want to bless any ladies in here, young ladies, children, that God has put a mothering nurturing heart in you that's protective, that's caring, and that just takes care of people around you. And if it wasn't for all of us, we all need each other. Like, I don't know how many times people have been around my kids, giving them stuff and taking them places for me and patting them and giving them sweaters and taking them to get food. And sometimes you just say, hey, can you get them food? Hey, can you take her home? Can you whatever? And God put a mothering heart inside of every woman. And I just want to stir that up and bless that and say that that's a gift from the Lord. And so you don't have to have a sense of, well, I'm not a mother. But we all have a mothering gift inside of us. So that was just um, what I wanted to just start out with. Um, And also say that, you know, I know Mother's Day is hard for a lot of people. And I know there's a lot of people not here today because Mother's Day is hard. And, um, you know, my radar is always up for so many women on Mother's Day that Mother's Day is a hard day. Now, there are some of us 
that it's a great day, and we put our matching dresses on with our kids, and we get flowers, and everything's good in the season, and so motherhood just feels like a great blessing. And then there's seasons where it's hard, where, um, you know, all kinds of things are going on. I know there's moms who have lost children. That's hard on Mother's Day. I know there's children who have lost mamas. I know, that, I know several people who this is their first Mother's Day since they lost their mama. I know there's broken mother-daughter relationships. I know there's infertility of women who wish they were moms, but they're not yet. Um, <clears throat> I know there's post-abortive women who have had abortions somewhere in their history, and that makes mom, Mother's Day really hard. Um, if you have had an abortion, come see me later because we um, serve with a team called Deeper Still that does um, post-abortive inner healing retreats for women who've had abortions. Um, so that's big on our heart. Um, I have one friend who just put her mom in a nursing home this week. So it's a hard mama's day after you do that. And there's mamas who have prodigal sons and daughters, and we're always in the process of calling them home and calling them back. But Mother's Day is hard. So I just want to acknowledge the grace and the peace that's here for you today. And even on live stream, there's grace and peace for mamas who just said, I just can't do it today. I just can't do it. And um, moms who will watch this later, who weren't here but just said, I just can't do Mother's Day. So we celebrate the gift of motherhood in all the seasons of life that we're in, right? So I'm going to tell you a big, long story. I want to tell you a 28-minute story in 47 seconds. It's going to be awesome. Um, So I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy Mother's Day this year. (laughs) For several other, for reasons. And um, I wasn't sure this year was going to be my favorite Mother's Day ever. And so I maybe was one of those women that was maybe going, "Mm, you know, want to go next week, but maybe don't want to go next week, or maybe do want to go next week. I don't know. Kind of, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. And, um, And then Casey called me Monday afternoon. And said, hey, Shani, um, what do you think about speaking on Sunday? What do you think? How do you feel about speaking on Sunday? I'm like, well, that would mean I would have to go. <laughs> and I just kind of said, um, hey, give me an hour. Let me go talk to Jesus. Let me pray. Let me see what he says. Um, let me go talk to Jesus, and I'll get back with you. And so I had an hour. And I already knew. I already knew. I was like, Thanks, I know what you're doing. You're setting me up. He sets us up. Doesn't he set us up in our time of vulnerability and transparency and all things? So I went to my little prayer place, and I asked Jesus, um, you know, what do you think about what Casey said? <laughs> How do you feel about that? <laughs> and he said, um, you know what, baby, um, it's not about you. It's about me. It's not really about you and how you're feeling, but it's about me. And maybe I have some things to say to some people on Mother's Day that they need to hear. And in the process of that, I'm going to fix you. So I'm like, dang it. (laughs) 
So I texted Casey, and I'm like, yes. I don't know if I sent an emoji. I don't know if I sent an emoji, didn't send an emoji. I don't know. And so this story gets so good, and I'm going to read so much scripture to you in a minute, and it'll get greater. Um, so I had the word that it's not about me, it's about you. I have things to say and do in your heart this week. So I knew that I was on a journey with the Lord of some inner healing. And I just invite you guys, <laughs> I'm inviting you on my journey of inner healing this morning. And just any little place in our hearts that are just a little need tweaking by the Lord. And then when worship happened this morning, it was so great. Peggy came over to me with a great prayer and said, I feel like there's some inner healing in your heart that the Lord's going to do while you speak and whatever that may just be a raw place and just something. And um, I'm like, yes, I, yes. And so I just, I just received that. And then also that other people would have some inner healing to step into through what the Lord's going to release today in whatever area. This is not going to be just a motherhood word. It's just going to be an S word. Um, I'm not talking about 10 ways to be a great mom this morning. I'm not talking about 10 ways you can bribe your children to love you. Like, I'm not. I'm talking about Jesus, and I'm stepping into a a moment and a new season of inner healing in a mama's heart. And I'm inviting you to step in too, if you will. Because I have a necklace on that says yes. <laughs> so that's my yes. So you're supposed to laugh. I have a necklace on that says yes. That is so funny. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you, Jonathan. See, I have tissues, nuts, glasses. Thank you. This is what I do at my ladies' meetings when we have ladies' meetings. I just kind of cry and talk and work through my what Jesus gives me. Um, So let me talk about this first. Um, This book right here, I am super proud of. Our very own Kara Moss wrote this book. This is her first baby of a book, and it is beautiful, and it is wonderful, and there should be nothing in you that would resist this book. It doesn't matter if you have 25-year-olds It's not a book about little children. It's not a book about a perfect, being a perfect mom and having a perfect house and having perfect children. This is how to do it. That's not this book. And so I didn't read this book till this week. Um, And this week I got into this book. um, And it's amazing. And it's life. And it's not how to be a perfect mom, how to have perfect kids. It's, uh, I want to read you one little thing. It says, Kara says, motherhood is a gift. Let's not miss the joys of raising our children because we believe the lies that we are not enough or we don't have enough of whatever it is we think will make us great moms. There is ultimately only one thing we need that will help us become the mom we always dreamed of being, Jesus. When he is our everything, we live abundantly. So I encourage you to get this book if you want to be a mom, if you are a mom, if you have grown kids, if you have grandkids. This is a great gift. This is a great gift for a graduation gift for a young lady. So this is on Amazon, or you can buy it out here, and it's wonderful. 
I'm sorry, I'm sniffing in my microphone. So when Casey asked me to share, back to my story, um, I was like, awesome. So I've already got some stuff that Jesus is working with me in my journal that he's walking me through. So I'm going to go back and look at my journal and just see, you know, if I've got enough stuff to make a, make a talk and it'll be good and I'll just go into what Jesus is doing with me. So what, it's not really fun though, because then there's this book and it's by Norm Wakefield. <laughs> it's about idolatry. <laughs> um, and it's really good too. It's about idolatry and your parenting and family and I've been reading, and uh, the Holy Spirit's been talking to me about some idolatry in my family, you know, in my heart and in my family as a mother. Because, you know, we all want our children to do everything perfect and do whatever. And, you know, why? So we look good, so we look like great moms, so they turn out well. Why? So we look good, so we feel successful, so we can go yay. Um, so... This book is sort of fun, Um, not, but anyways, this is an amazing book, and I've been reading about idolatry, and then we started doing it as a family, um, talking about um, idolatry. It's it's amazing. Don't be scared of the word idolatry. Um, This is amazing, and so I started in this, so I was like, I'm going to talk about this, and this is great. Um, I'm going to talk about pride, because how much of parenting and how much of my mothering is really based on my pride and how I want something to look or how I want something to appear, how I want my children to whatever. But really, it's kind of about how that makes me feel and how that makes me look. And so, you know, that was enough. I'm like, yeah, I've got enough. That's that's good. Um, So those were some topics that I felt like I could just kind of go with. That would be great. Um, That was Monday. That was all my Monday. And then Tuesday, um, I went to work in Knoxville, and I'm a massage therapist, and I went to massage a really super friend of mine um, at her house, and, um, and I had a knot in my stomach already about Sunday morning. I just had this knot churning about like, oh, I just, I don't know, I just don't know if this is, yes, I'm trying to be obedient, but I just don't know if this is, what direction I'm supposed to go with this, and... Um, because it's not my favorite thing right this second. And, and so, seriously, I had said to the Lord, you know, last week Mackenzie and Ben talked about worship is our activity plus Jesus, and we just worship all day long. And I'd said to the, I'd said to the Holy Spirit, I'd said to Jesus, you need to tell me what I'm speaking about. You need to let me know what I'm sharing about. You need to help me. And um, one thing he said was, um, April showers bring May flowers. Really? <laughs> a little more, a little deeper. April, April showers bring May flowers. And, um, you know, sometimes we have showers in our lives and somehow we have storms in our lives. And um, sometimes you need those May flowers to come up. Sometimes April is full of showers and full of things that you're just like, wow, 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 wow. Um, and just knowing that May is coming. May is coming. Flowers are on their way, and May is coming. And while I was um, massaging my friend, and she was asleep, I looked up 
out her window, and there was this pink hydrangea, and I heard the Lord say, may the God. I heard him just say, just simple to me, may the God. And there was a song behind me by Will Reagan, um, which is one of my favorite songs, and it's a running in circles, and it's just about peace. Like I just, I run in circles and I run in circles, but the only thing I need is you're the only one that brings peace. You're the only one that brings peace. You're the only one that brings peace. And then I got this May the God, and immediately the knot in my stomach just left. It just left. And I was like, that is it. Um, May the God. And all the scriptures that, that say May the God are my favorite scriptures in the Word. I look up, may the God, may the Lord, may the God scriptures. And I actually had thought one time, boy, that would be a good message to give sometime. A may the God message. Um, so if you'll pull up the next slide. It says Romans 15, 5. And so I just said, Jesus, you're just going to have to give me this little piece at a time and little piece at a time because my week was just packed. And um, I said, what I want it to feel like is I want it to feel like I'm giving everyone here a flower. I want it to feel like I'm saying, here, here's truth, and it's hard, but here, it's like a flower. Instead of saying, you need to. You need to do this, and you need to do that. Daniel, you need to do that, and you need to do that, and you need to do that. I wanted it to feel more like, may the God. Um, and so re- read with me. Romans 15, 5. Let's read it together. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. And the rest of that is so that with... Is there another slide after that? Did it get added? Okay, okay, you can go back to that. It didn't quite get added. So let me read the rest of that. So may the God who gives, what does he give? Encouragement and encouragement. Give you a spirit of unity among yourselves as you follow Jesus Christ, so that with one heart and mouth, you may glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So that's my first flower to give you. That's my first may the God. It's may the God who gives endurance and encouragement. Do we need endurance? Do we need encouragement? And can I give that to you? I mean, I can, but how do I give that to you? Through Christ within me, through Christ beneath me, through Christ around me, through Christ above me, because God is with us. So if he's with us, if the Holy Spirit and the Prince of Peace is in me, and if he's beneath me, around me, can I encourage you in the Lord? Yes. So when I need encouragement and I need endurance, how about if I go, may the God give it to me? One of the things that the Lord's doing with me is um, I like to do everything myself. Raise your hand if you like to just do it yourself. Just do it yourself. And when my mom said when I was little, because my mom is here, I had a little phrase that I said that I'm super proud of. Um, I said, I'd do it myself. And she'd say, I'd stand there and go, I'd do it myself. And I still say that sometimes. Do you ever still do that? People are offering to help and people are whatever, and your husband's like, can I help you? And I'm like, look, I'm good. Like, I'm good. 
I got it. And, um, and that's not really having one heart and one mouth um, and having a spirit of uni- unity, is it? So where in our lives are we saying, I'm going to do it myself, it's okay, I'm good, I got it. I'm really good at going, I got it, I'll make a plan, I'm going to do it. I used to be a single mom, I've done this, I know how to do it, we're having a kid issue, i got a plan, i got a book, and we're going to pray every night, and, and it's good, and I'm going to whatever, it's going to be good. Because <laughs> I'm going to do it myself. And my sweet darling husband said, hey, let's do it together. Hey, let's do it together. Hey, I'm going to do this with you. But it's hard to do that, isn't it? When we know we can just get it done and whatever, um, that's not a spirit of unity. So that's my first flower I'm giving you. It's about God. It's not about you. It's about may the God who gives endurance and encouragement. Okay, the next one is Romans 15, 13, and 33. Read it with me. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And then verse 33 says, The God of peace be with you all. Amen. So there's another flower for you. May the God of what? Hope. Fill you with joy and peace as you what? Trust in him. Do we need hope? We need hope. Can I, can I do it myself and get hope? That's not, that doesn't work out so good. So that you may overflow with the power, with hope. Overflow with hope. You know, the line that kind of got me and the line that's getting me is, fill you with joy and peace as you what? So I'm not going to trust on my own understanding and I'm not going to trust on my own thoughts and I'm not going to trust on my own plan or my own whatever, but I'm trusting in who? And real trust, when you really, really, really trust, will lead you to peace. If you don't really trust, you really can't find peace. And I feel like really, really trusting is really, really, really not being afraid. So if we're believing believers and we really believe what God says, then we really can trust. If I really, really, really believe God's got Mary Catherine in Cambodia. See the ring? I mean, he's got her. If I trust him, I trust him. If you don't, you don't. You don't sort of trust But if you trust him, you trust him, and you're not afraid. I will tell you, I do not have a spirit of fear about Mary Catherine dying in Cambodia. I've been delivered from that. When we had our fearless concert (laughs) conference, I truly got delivered from a spirit of fear about all that. I do not think this child is in Cambodia and going to die. It's not a thought in my head. It's not something I think of. I haven't thought of that since she left. I do not lay in bed at night and think the kid's going to die over there in Cambodia. That's Jesus. 
That's trust. Michaela was on her trapeze thing. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, she, at the recital, she was on this silky thing, and she was literally flying in circles like a June bug. <laughs> and she was, like, upside down in her head and stuff. And I was like, that is so cool. And people were like, were you? And I was like, no, I didn't really even think about her falling on her head. Like, I didn't even think about it. And people were like, was that? And I was like, no, I mean, I thought it was beautiful and great. But that's because I really trust. That's because I really do trust. I really don't have a spirit of fear. It's really good. I like it. (laughs) I like it. Um, There's something else I was going to tell you about that about not having a spirit of fear, not... Oh, okay, so I ran into um, Sterling's Aunt Barcy at Walmart Friday. Of course, this whole week has been leading up to all this, and I ran into Aunt Barcy, and she hasn't talked to them since they've been to Cambodia. And Aunt Barcy said, well, I just fret so much every day. I just fret about it, and I just fret about them, and I just haven't heard from him, and I'm just fretting about it, and I just pray for you, and you've got to be fretting about that so much, and I just know that you're just torn up, and you're just fretting about it. And, um, and I said, Barcy, I'm not fretting. And I said, I'm praying. And I said, don't fret, Barcy. Let's just pray. It's okay. So I'm just telling you, don't fret. Just pray. Just trust. Whatever you have. Just may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. I like that. Okay, the next one, I have a new flower for you. 2 Thessalonians 3.16, read it with me. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with all of you. Is that awesome? Just one thing, that one scripture, you could take that scripture and say it and meditate on it all day long, every day. And it's amazing. So now may the what? The Lord of himself. Like, why did he put that after that? May the Lord of peace himself. Is that like extra huge and extra weighty? That's like, may the God, God... May the Lord of peace himself, that should get our attention. So he's the Lord of, like I'm not kidding, he's the Lord of peace himself. May he give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with all of you. He is with us. He is not going anywhere. He is not leaving you high and dry because the Lord of peace himself is here. And if we could just say that and learn that verse all week and say it and put it in a note in your car, and if you could meditate on that one verse all week, you'd be great. Okay, would you turn to the next one? Here's another flower for you. 1 Thessalonians 5, 23 and 24. Read it with me. May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful, and he will do it. 
Now, does that say, I'm going to do it, I can do it? No, that says, who's going to do it? He's going to do it. So again, that's another one. I love these. These are like my favorite verses in the Bible. So again, it says, may God himself. Like, why did, why did Paul write that? May God himself. I don't say, um, may I myself come to your house tonight for dinner? Like, we don't. But Paul was just like, I'm not even kidding you. May the God himself, the God of peace sanctify you through and through. What does sanctify mean? It means to set apart for sacred use. It means that you are living according to God's design and purpose. So may God himself, the God of peace, purify you, help you live according to God's design and purpose. May your whole spirit, soul, and body, that's like all of you, your spirit, your soul, your body, can we be kept blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ? The one who calls you is faithful. And who's going to do it? That verse just takes all the stress out for me. I'm not going to fret. If I can put that verse in my spirit, and if I can step outside of myself and my fears and my brain, and if I can let God himself do what he does, because it says he will do it, then my whole body, soul, spirit, I'm going to be kept blameless because he's going to do it. Is that amazing? Like if we could just learn these scriptures and just do one a week and just meditate day and night, where it says this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night then you'll make your way prosperous, and then you'll have success. And you know what that says before that? Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed. So there's no room here in this verse for self-reliance, is is there? So, you know, we just need to go, God, I just repent. I repent for pride. I repent because I'm going to do it myself. And apparently I've been saying that since I was three years old. Mama was like three. When I could probably talk, I was like, I'm going to do it myself. I did it myself. Apparently I thought I could do it myself. And I can fix it and I can make a plan. Lord, those numbers down there are getting small. So the other thing Jesus told me is I'm like, I'm like, you got to give me piece after piece after piece. And I was driving down the road and he said, the mother, he said, mother, may I? You know the game, did y'all ever play the Mother May I game? I played it when I was little. Does everybody know how to play it so I don't have to explain it to you? You know, you're saying Mother May I steps, but you're like ultimately in control of that. They say Mother May I, and you're like, yes, you may. And then they take steps to you. So that was one way I was like, all right, am I like in my life, you know, am I have this thing where I have to be the mother and I go, yes, you may take two steps towards me. Um, that was one way I was looking at that. And the other way I was looking at that game was if I'm the person going towards Jesus who's giving me instructions, that I might be like, Father, may I? And he says, yes, you may. So if you're asking him a question, if you're like, should I do this? Well, do you just step out and take your two steps, or do you wait for him to say, yes, you may, and then you take two steps closer, and then you say, Father, may I do this? 
how do you feel about that? And he says, yes, you may. Okay. So I had both those ways with that. I took it sort of in a mothering way because I'm going through um, inner healing right now. Um, With the mother may I, in just some of my mothering, and do I mother in that way? Do I want to be controlling in some things? But then I also took it as a daughter, so I kind of looked at it both those ways, and they're both great. Um, Next slide. It's another flower for you. 2 Thessalonians 2, 16 through 17. Would you read it with me? May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope, encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. That's awesome. That's all you need right there. Again, it says, may our Lord Jesus Christ, what? (laughs) And God our Father. What more do you need? Right there. Do we need eternal encouragement? Do we need good hope? Can we let him encourage our hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word? I have this one specifically out for single moms, for some of you ladies who are single and single moms, because that's probably the hardest season of my life is when I was a single mom. And I just love this. Can we say this to each other? Can we come up to each other and say, Sonia, may the Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope Encourage your heart and strengthen you in every good deed and word. Is that better than me handing her M&Ms? It was. Okay, one more. A couple more. Dang it. Um, is there another one? Okay, Hebrews 13, 20, and 21. Read it with me, please. Now may the God of peace who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with every good thing for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Christ, Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Um, So let's finish that one. That's awesome. May the God of what? Who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back the dead. Our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep. May he what? May he equip you with every good thing for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him. We need that. We need the God of peace to equip us with everything we need. It's right there. It's right there. Let's just trust him. Can we just step into like, like I trust you. I do. Either you do or you don't. You know, I sort of trust him or I trust him. I, tr- I trust him when everything's going great. I really do. Everything's good, so I trust him a lot. Okay, the next one. Romans sixteen twenty. I love this. Read it with me. 
the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. So he's the God of what? So it just sounds like the God of peace. Can he just like make your heart all warm and fuzzy? No, it doesn't say that. It says, may the God of peace, he's going to soon crush Satan. There's a little violence in that. He's going to crush Satan under your feet. Can we trust in that? Can we trust in the God of peace to get us through the midst of any situation we're in? Now, we can be like, he's the champion, he's the defender, he's the what? He's the mighty warrior, he's all those things, but he's also the God of... And peace doesn't mean there's not anything going on. Peace just means you trust. Peace just means you've got God himself all over you, all in you, all over you, and we're just going to make a choice to trust Last, uh, the next slide, I have two left. Okay, and the reason I brought these beautiful flowers, because when I got the word, I was like massaging my friend, and I got the pink flowers, and I got the may the God. I was seeing flowers, and I wanted it to be like, here's a flower for you, may the God of this, and may the God of this. I didn't want it to be like, um, you have idols, ha, ha, ha. You have pride in your parenting, ha, ha, ha. You're never going to be enough. I didn't want it to be like that because that's not what it's like, right? But look at this. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord, our God, endures forever. So I want flowers. I love flowers. Brian bought me those flowers yesterday. They're gorgeous. But you know what I'd rather have? I'd rather have the scripture. I'd rather have that word in my heart. And I'd rather know that the grass is going to wither, the flowers are going to fall. But that word of God is going to endure forever. And everybody who's ever read that scripture, may the God of peace soon crush Satan underneath your feet. Well, my parents have read that scripture. And grandparents have read that scripture. And aunts and uncles have read that scripture. And generations to generations to generation. And I'd rather have that than those flowers, because in about three days, what's going to happen to those flowers? Can you see how amazing the Word of God is? And that's not new to us as a body. We've been talking about the Word of God for so long and it just being like part of you. And if you could even just write the May the God scriptures out on cards, it's going to help you in the midst of whatever you're in. Uh, the last one is number 624. The Lord bless you and keep you. Say it with me. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Again, may the Lord. Do do you see in all this stuff, he's doing all the work. He's doing all the work because he's got it. Like we're not doing all the work. Unless we're just saying yes to him. Like one of my words was just yes. Just say yes. Casey calls. Jesus said, just say yes. I'm going to give you each piece. Do you know what he gave me? April showers bring May flowers. (laughs) He gave me uh, the game, Mother May I. And then yesterday morning laying in my bed, he said the grass withers and the flower falls off, but the word of the Lord stays forever. And then he told me, may the Lord, look up your may the God scriptures and study them. 
and make them part of you and meditate on them day and night and make some choices and figure out where you are in your life that's outside of those. Where am I outside of those? Where am I going to do it myself? And, uh, you know, I don't need, I don't need, I don't need you. I don't need to sit on your porch. I'm good. It's all fine. Um, you know, I got my makeup on and my lipstick and my outfit, and me and Jesus, we're fine. You know, there's times that that's good, and there's times that you just need each other. We need each other. I need you to read some of those scriptures over me. Like Sonia, <coughs> excuse me, Sonia, you can say. <coughs> I'm sorry. Hey, Shannon, will you read that scripture over me again? Y'all can text each other. And say, I need those may the God scriptures. I need that may the Lord scripture. I need you to tell me again how to trust. I need to tell, how do you trust? How did you trust? Tell me how you moved from fearful my kid's going to die in Cambodia to she's good. She's fine. God's got her. She said her yes. You know, we just have to choose to trust. And he has all of us in our different situations and our different things going on in our lives and all of our different files and all of our everything, but he's got us. May the God of peace himself 